So the idea that not wanking making you harder, better, faster, stronger, it ain't new. Take the no fat movement, for example. Every year, a whole bunch of dudes take a month off wanking to see if it improves their focus, energy, and general life performance. But there are some people who take this belief to the extreme. People who believe in semen retention abstain from nutting, not just for a month, but for as long as they can. Because they believe, among other things, that retaining their seed basically gives them superpowers or like a cheat code to life. So is never jizzing actually doing the wonders of what these dudes claim? Or is it all in their heads? Nat Tenjic here, and in this episode, we investigate the world of semen retention to find out who exactly is taking up this intense self-discipline, why they're doing it, and whether there's any real science behind the magic of it all. So you might be wondering, how do people even find out this is a thing, and where do they gather? The internet, obviously. (laughs) Semen retainers have their own forum on Reddit, a subreddit called Semen Retention, And this is where they pass around ideas about the best ways to keep your seed inside you so that you can be super hot and attractive. And Pip Rasmussen logged on to meet a few believers. Hello, kings. I'm at day 45. The urges, they're still there. Without semen, a male is stripped of his horsepower, his torque, his acceleration. Signs of a true retainer. Keep at it, brother. I don't really know how else to explain it, but it's kind of like a cheat code to life. Welcome to the Semen Retention subreddit. This is where over 90,000 members come together to encourage each other not to bust a nut. There are posts from dudes who have just started on their journey to god-tier retainers who are on 500-day streaks of not ejaculating. And there are countless testimonials from retainers talking about the benefits they've experienced since holding on to their semen. They claim their skin is better, their eyes are brighter, they're mentally and physically stronger, and even that women are more sexually attracted to them. Things just apparently go their way. All because they don't spill their seed. So yeah, I wanted to know more. My name is Gabriel Newkirk. I live in Indiana. I'm 26 years old and I retain my semen. I got in touch with Gabriel as he had some really popular posts online talking about his semen retention journey. When he first heard about semen retention, he was in a really dark place. When I was 16 years old, I was diagnosed with a rare heart condition. I was told by the doctor, you must stop doing all the things that you love. Football, weightlifting, stuff I was really passionate about. And that sent me spiraling down into a deep depression and a dark hole where I hated life, depressed, miserable, and I masked that pain with immediate pleasures. One of those being pornography and constant ejaculation, which I have now found is very draining. And so I wanted to heal my heart. I saw the benefits of people posting about it online and decided I'd give it a try. And like Gabriel, a lot of people feel like this spiritual aspect drew them in. I was uh, doing some research online and I stumbled upon how it's a practice for getting closer to your spiritual self. Many people do it for energy, for uh, mental energy, physical energy, spiritual energy, you know, around that area where you basically get energy from retaining. That's Dini. He's 19 years old and currently based in Turkey. Like Gabriel, it's the spiritual side of things that really resonated with him. 
And what he's saying about the energy you get from retaining is the spiritual backbone to the semen retention lifestyle. It's the belief in the intense life power of, well, your nut. It's basically your life force energy. That's your chi, your prana, your whatever you want to uh, people call it or want to call it. It's that energy that makes you feel lively and makes you um, magnetic and makes you, um, it just, it, it makes you always energetic. When it, it, so long as you keep it within you. So yeah, that's why you don't want to just jerk off and let your seed out, because that's expelling your life force. Semen retainers say to make use of all that extra energy stored in your balls, you've got to let it flow into something else. So what do you do with all this extra energy? You put it into your work, into your hobbies, into your uh, thoughts of better, bettering yourself or, or purpose. So that's basically how you, you try to transmute it into your uh, whatever your craft is. I've found out yoga is the best way to transmute that energy. It electrifies you almost, uh, makes you tingle from head to toe. It, uh, you just feel the energy, it's no longer stagnant. Uh, I've tried working out as well. Uh, I love work, working out every day and that helps transmute a lot of the energy. I found that uh, getting into cold showers also helps uh, bring that energy around your body as well. And finally, meditation. For Gabriel, this outlet is about bigger picture stuff too. If you want to retain your seed, it's very important that you have a vision, big goals and ambitions. That way, you're not distracted by the urges. You have somewhere that you want to channel it into. This limitless energy and vigor for life that both Gabrielle and Dini talk about, there are thousands of posts talking about this magical transformation. And these Redditors swear by it. Within two weeks or a week, they start feeling like incredibly better in so many levels. We're talking mental, physical, they're just, they just feel less lethargic when they wake up in the morning. Uh, if they had a cold, it would be gone. Uh, they can't catch a cold easily. They are, their eyesight gets better, their brain feels better, their muscles, their whole body just starts to feel better. You start to feel like you can jump higher, run a bit faster, see a bit farther. And I've noticed that when I'm uh, uh, on a high streak, on a, on a high, high retention streak, uh, people are kinder, people are more vulnerable. It is magical that that word is, I just, I have to say that word because there's no better way to explain it other than that. They also say supernatural stuff happens too on a daily basis. Things like animals reacting differently to them and seeing repeated numbers. They see a bunch of ones or a bunch of twos or a bunch of threes or a bunch of fours. I, I read that that's, uh, I guess, messages from the universe or something like that, a little sign. Uh, example, if, I, if I'm uh, about to break something, I don't break it. If, uh, if I'm worried about something, I get a call the next day that, um, oh, I don't have to worry about it. If I've lost something, I'll just get it out of nowhere. I'll just find it. The universe starts to work in your favor when you retain your semen. It takes time, but you start to get more attention. You start to get more favors, more looks. Stuff just starts to go your way, like magic. There's that word again, magic. As you heard Gabriel just then, he mentioned you start to get more looks. And that's something a lot of people talk about online. This deep feeling of magnetism that draws women and men to you. I first started to notice it when I started going to yoga classes. And a girl 
we talked after the class and I started picking up on signals. Like she asked me what my name was, started licking her lips and many more instances of, of this happening in life. And the more that I retained, the more I would start to see signals like this, like long gazes and stares from people, from both men and women. While Gabriel is over 100 days into a streak without sex, he's dated and had sexual partners in the past while retaining, with mixed reactions. Which begs the question, how do you even manage to not ejaculate while having sex? Well, you can switch to foreplay or you can go down on your partner, but there's another method that semen retainers talk about, the dry orgasm. There are two different ways of having a dry orgasm. One which I was not successful at, and another which is quite easy to do. And one is called the million dollar point method. And before ejaculation, you press a spot. It's your perineum. You press that spot and it will stop you from ejaculating. And then the other method is to control your breathing and instead of shooting that energy outward, you send it up the spine. And I've only been able to experience this through meditation, not through sex. So with all this in mind, can this intense retaining lifestyle even be sustainable? Like surely there's got to be a point where you just can't keep on having cold showers and lifting weights until you feel less horny. I asked Gabriel if he planned to retain forever and he wasn't sure either. I don't know. It's such a mystery to me still. I plan on directing this energy towards my goals and ambitions. And I have dreams of having children one day, but I go back and forth on that. I don't know. So where does this idea even come from? Well, as I said earlier, abstaining from ejaculation is actually not a super new idea. In fact, it's an ancient practice. Dr. Brad Mackay is a GP and author of Fake Medicine, exposing the wellness crazes, cons and quacks costing us our health. And he says it goes way back and could be found across a whole lot of different cultures. Looking way back into human history, even from like Taoism, uh, Hinduism, Buddhist, um, Tantra, sex, um, all of these sort of have origins of, of um, sort of like denying these pleasures and, and holding on to your energy. Uh, and you sort of like, you think back to those days where, where people had no idea about their anatomy, had no idea even how babies were made or what semen was. Um, and you can sort of like start to get a bit of a grasp of, of this sort of concept of energy. Uh, so for example, if you're like masturbating and uh, ejaculating or if you're having sex and then suddenly you're feeling this overwhelming sense of like um, peace and wanting to go to sleep, which a lot of people do, uh, then uh, this sort of like leads to people feeling that they're, they're lacking energy, that they're losing their energy um, through their semen. Um, but yeah, nothing to do with the semen actually coming out, but all the, the biochemistry that's happening in their brains. Yeah. So like, I guess that's that's a big a big big part of it. Um, but surely we know better now, right? So why does this remain an attractive philosophy? I think people still get caught up in it. Like we, we do have a, a number of sort of studies that are coming out. Uh, I, I suppose we, we haven't had all that that many studies uh, looking at this particular area of, of human biology, uh, but it has been a fascination for a while. So um, so if, if we are looking at sort of the, the scientific evidence that's behind it, um, there was a small study that was done in 2001, which found that, found that some blokes um, had elevated testosterone levels if they sort of abstained 
refrained from from masturbating for about three weeks. Um, there were other studies that showed that uh, the similar thing happened, so it increased testosterone after about seven days. Um, uh, but yeah, like the the numbers aren't great, and whether that actually changes um, your your physicality or, or how you're going about life with a slightly elevated testosterone level after a few days, um, that's that's another question that these these studies haven't been able to really look into. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, like, I guess in the sense of like, oh, does it work or it increases your testosterone? Like, is that a net positive? Like, what does that do to you and your body and your quality of life? Yeah, so I think a lot of people, a lot of guys think that if they're just retaining their semen, if they're, if they're not um, masturbating, that their their energy level or their, their testosterone level starts to sort of increase and they, they may feel like a little bit of tension in their testicles. Um, we've talked about blue balls previously uh, on the show and it's just like a, an increased tension where people sort of like feel like they've, they've, they get a little bit toey, they've got a little bit more energy, they're a little bit more sexually like hyper alert and those ways and so the, the longer that they they tend to uh to retain their semen or, or not ejaculate the more that energy does tend to build up um but it's not really sort of like yeah a, a enabling them to uh, to leap a, a building in a single bound like superman um but it, it's more just yeah probably probably being more aware of other people maybe um yeah th those that person was saying that they were seeing a lot more numbers of ones around. Um, <laughs> there, <laughs> there can be some very strange things that people will take a little bit more notice uh, to. Uh, and they're prob probably from an evolutionary perspective, they're probably looking on the lookout um, would probably be the, the best way of describing it in a discreet way um, if they if they are retaining. Yeah, and so that is probably the, the answer behind the whole um, finding people more attractive or, or rather people finding you more attractive. Yeah, I don't think the retention itself is sort of like making you look look more better, but you may be a little bit more, um, yeah, on the lookout, um, more able to interact with people in a nice way. Um, you're nicer to other people, they're nicer to you. Um, you may be wanting to, um, yeah, give a good impression. Um, so you're deciding not to break something, which is what the uh, what was in the package as well. So um, so <laughs> there, are, there are a number of different things. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be making your skin look better or, or decreasing your acne. So we heard Gabriel earlier talking about the dry orgasm, but is it even possible to do? And is continuing to climax without ejaculation sustainable or even healthy? So some people can push on their perineum and then that can be a signal to their nerves to just stop and uh, and stop ejaculating, stop orgasming. Um, uh, but a lot of people can't do that. Uh, when they put their, their finger on their perineum, nothing actually happens. Or if they put enough pressure on, they still ejaculate. But instead of the ejaculate coming outwards, it actually goes inwards. You can actually create what's called a retrograde ejaculation, uh, where the, the semen actually goes up and into your bladder, um, not externally. And so people end up like feeling their orgasm, nothing comes out, um, the semen goes into their bladder and then they pee it out later on. So as far as damage is concerned, if you're putting a lot of pressure there and your semen's going in the wrong direction and the pressure's hitting in the wrong direction, um, you can cause some damage to your pipes. Uh, so yeah, it's not advisable. Uh, we, we really don't recommend that that perineal sort of pressure technique in medicine. Um, we certainly don't want you blowing a gasket. But yeah, like if we are talking about sort of like no fapping or, or not having an orgasm over a period of time, um, yeah, if you are, 
actually having this retrograde ejaculation, it would be exactly the same as having an external ejaculation as far as like losing your semen is concerned or, or that fictitious losing your energy. You just pee out that energy instead of ejaculating it out. Now you might be thinking these retainers might be able to control everything within their power when they're awake and, you know, intense discipline on that one. But come on, no one can keep it together when they're asleep. Wet dreams would surely ruin someone's streak. Well, Deanie is confident that he's figured out a way to eliminate wet dreams completely. First thing you do is uh, try not to eat a lot when you're about to sleep because that kind of causes a pressure on your sex organs because from all the uh, food in your intestines that weighs down on you. Try to exercise a lot so you kind of transmute that energy outwards and get that blood flowing all over your body so it doesn't stay into one place, i.e. like an erection or something. Try to meditate a little bit, uh, clear your head before sleep if you can. I find, I find that prayer uh, helps me a lot more. I pretty much wake up the next morning without anything, even if I'm a very high sex drive in the middle of the night. But Dr. Brad says this unwavering mindset that you're in control of your body when you're unconscious is one of the pitfalls of this whole semen retention idea. It's sort of setting you up for failure. Often people will sort of like want to um, not ejaculate. They'll want to hold on to their energy and they have this great desire to improve themselves and to motivate themselves over life. And so what, what can happen is if they do have a wet dream uh, and spill their seed in the middle of the night, um, then they can often feel like a bit of a failure that they haven't done the right thing. They haven't eaten the food at the right time. They haven't um, yeah, like had the right meals. Um, they haven't been thinking the right thoughts. But when, when you're actually having dreams, um, you, you have no sort of like uh, often people have no ability to control that and I think this this strange perception that you're able to control your dream life um, able to stop yourself from having wet dreams is sort of like yeah it's this impossible task for a lot of people and can lead people down this whole sort of like horrible um, realm of, of disappointment in themselves and their, their inability um, to to retain semen over time so I, I think that's actually quite harmful for people's um, mental health. Yeah, well, are there any other negative consequences to doing this? Um, you know, people believe that there are physiological benefits, but are there actually um, possibly harms that can come from not masturbating? So one of the things is fertility that we should probably talk about. Um, so a lot of people think, like that I talk to in the clinic, um, they'll think that if they just hold on to semen for as long as possible, then that, they will, that will deliver the best babies or the best outcome over time. Their partner's much more likely to get um, pregnant if they've been holding on for a year. Um, so some, some of my patients may sort of like decide just to have sex once a month when, they're, when they're, um, their partner is really raring to to go uh, and and fertile at that time but what we've found is actually um, that you, you sort of need about maybe a day or two um, uh, to get the optimal sperm uh, count and, and the best uh, semen so the the idea behind that is that if you're if you ejaculate too frequently so on the hour every hour you're probably going to get lots and lots of sperm out of your system and have a lower sperm count all together when you're when you're trying to have um, sex with your partner or, or give a sperm donation um, but if you're um, not ejaculating very frequently and you're delaying it for a long period of time, um, then there's a lot of uh, like the there's a lot of uh, dead sperm that's hanging around, waiting for your body to digest it. You've also got a lot of dud sperm that's not really doing what it should be doing, and so all of that comes out all at the same time, um, rather than having like a fresh um, uh, supply 
of, of um, regular ejaculate um, with, with good healthy sperm. So certainly if you're doing a sperm sample or trying to, to get pregnant, then yeah, just leaving it a, a day or two is fine. Um, you don't need to be holding on for forever. So if you're thinking about saving up your seed because you're going to be stronger and more potent and better at life, it's fake news. Go have a wank. (laughs) It's good for you. I hope this episode's been helpful, interesting, enlightening. It certainly was a wild one for us to delve into this subculture. So I hope you got a lot out of it, just like we did. And if you have any questions or a topic or a story you'd like us to cover, DM us on Instagram at Triple J The Hookup or shoot us an email, thehookup at abc.net.au. Maybe you've got another weird sex subculture you'd like us to do an investigation on. Let us know. We'll look into it for you. Catch you next time.